Good morning. This is Sunday Ozarks at Large. I'm Kyle Kellums. With me is Heim Goodman-Strauss, a math professor at the University of Arkansas. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning. With us today, we have an interview with John H. Conway of Princeton University, who's going to talk to us about, have you ever thought about, if you go, if you start counting, one, two, three, mm-hmm. what, then what, four, four. five, yeah. six? Add eight. infinitum. Exactly. So what happens when you're done? Well, of course, you're never done, but suppose you could get done. So he's here to talk to us about that. So, John, is infinity a number? Well, I don't know. I mean, there are all sorts of uh, numbers. Uh, there are infinite numbers. It's rather better to say which infinity you mean. And the one I think of when you say infinity, when I think of when you say infinity, is omega. Omega, which yeah. is? Well, it's the simplest infinite number, really. Well, the simplest positive number. Okay, well, let, me, number. let me count. So I go 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. No, you start then, with 0. Please. Okay, oh, sorry. 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. And then, I'll da, da, da. And then after all of those, the, okay. the, the first number you think of after that. The very those. next number. No, 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 no. The oh, simplest number. The simplest that. number after that. Oh. Is omega. Okay. Or omega, you say in this country, but I'll keep on saying omega probably. Okay. Okay. What's the next number? Well, it's got to be omega plus one. Yeah, and then omega plus two and so on. Um, and after all of those? Well, so we go omega plus one, omega plus two. Dot, dot, dot. And then it's omega got to plus be omega. omega plus omega, right. Which is also called omega times two. two. Don't call it two times omega. It's we omega can. times two. Okay. I mean, there's nothing terribly wrong with calling it two times omega. So then we must time. have omega, two, two omega, omega times two plus, plus one, one plus two plus three. Omega, omega times, times three. three. After omega times three, you get omega times three plus one, two, and three, and so on. Then omega times four, and that, that plus various numbers. Omega times 92 And then plus eventually omega times 93 plus 382, yeah. Uh-huh. Number after that is omega times 92 plus 383, surprisingly <laughs> enough. The number after all of those is omega times omega, which is omega squared, we say. Okay. And then you get omega squared plus one. It's boring, you know. Uh-huh. Omega squared plus two, dot, dot, dot. Omega squared plus omega. After all of those, you get omega cubed. Then you get omega cubed plus one, dot, dot, dot. Then it carries on, you get omega times n, and things that feel like polynomials in omega, if you know what that means. Then after all of those, you get omega to the omega, and so on. Now, what we've been talking about there are Cantor's numbers. But, you see, I found some more numbers. Okay. Uh, and... Um, you know, in between all the finite numbers and omega, there is, of course, omega minus one. Now, and hang on, John. <laughs> omega minus one. Yeah, yeah. So one less than infinity. That's not one of Cantor's numbers. Right. It's a new number. It's a surreal number. Absolutely, it's surreal. Yeah. Uh, but never mind. Let's go to omega minus one. Okay. And just to the left of that. Must be omega minus two. And omega minus three and so on. And now there's a number between all the finite numbers, not one, two, three, dot, 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 n, and all the omega minus finite numbers. <laughs> so, and that turns the simplest number in between there is omega over two. So, okay, we can have a half of omega uh-huh. plus or minus all the finite numbers. And now between, say, a half of omega plus the finite numbers and omega minus the finite numbers, there's three quarters of omega. <laughs> <laughs> and it carries on. Okay. Uh, but I should have told you. What about square root of omega? Yeah, that's there. If you take omega on the right and omega over 2 and omega over 4 and omega over 8 and so on, put all those on the right and all the finites on the left, the simplest number in between there is the square root of omega. 
Now, but I should have told you, you know, that there were some numbers closer to home. You see, between zero and one over two, one over three, one over four, and so on, there's a, a new number, one over omega. Uh, so it's, 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 it's a positive number, it's a bit right. to the right of zero. Of course, there's a larger number like that, two over omega, <laughs> and there's a smaller one, one over two omega, and so on. And indeed, there's a sort of pi over omega is a number in that little interval. So it's between smaller than any finite positive number, but bigger than zero. zero. Yeah, and then, of course, you know, uh, the, between uh, zero and one over n times omega for all n, it's one over omega squared. And it carries on like that. I mean, I should say that there are more surreal numbers than you ever dreamt of. It's beautiful. It's amazing. I went around, after discovering these things, these things actually turn up in mathematics in a real way. And I got them by studying games. And it was an absolute surprise to learn that I'd found this whole new world of numbers. You know, other people, in order to discover things, have to go out and conquer countries and etc. You know, stout Cortes standing on the banks of something, monarch of all he surveyed, right. if that's the right guy. Let me ask you something really important. So I think people take a rather dogmatic view of infinity sometimes. To what extent do you think, like, your man on the street should take a hard and fast position that these things this is the way infinity must be or uh, well you know what actually happened in teaching mathematics is we found you know initially there's a temptation to just add one infinite number infinity or maybe two infinity and minus infinity and then you know there's a question whether infinity equals minus infinity because after all zero is mi minus zero and one over right. zero is infinity and so on and what actually happens is, if you just sort of try and um, incorporate infinity, or you know maybe one or two infinities into the real numbers, you get all sorts of mistakes and errors are liable to turn up because you treat them like the other real numbers and they actually don't satisfy all the They're rules. They're different rules. So yeah. a sort of hardline attitude grew up among teachers of mathematics that we don't allow infinity. We say that one over zero is undefined rather right. than that one over zero is infinity. Um, but, uh, and also, by the way, the history of mathematics was full of all sorts of mistakes got by uncritical treatment of infinities. Um, the first person to really sort of put the theory of infinite numbers on the sound fuzzings, great mathematician Georg Cantor, in the 1870s and 1880s, and he found two kinds of numbers, the ordinal numbers, which I talked about to the some extent, numbers. and the... Um, the things that indicate how large the counts are, the cardinal numbers. Right. So cardinals are sizes and ordinals are counting. Uh, yeah, that's what right. Now, my surreal numbers are, are really a generalization of the ordinal numbers. In fact, you know, the surreal number system is the sort of essentially unique, simultaneous generalization of the real numbers and the ordinal numbers. You see, this is a funny thing. Numbers can be used for certain purposes. You don't normally talk about point one of a cow. <laughs> you know, cows are things that come usually unless Damien Hurst has been supermarket. around. <laughs> yeah, I mean they come in units of one. There are right. plenty of things that come like that. So when you're counting the number of elements in a set or something, 
one, two, and three, and zero maybe, the only kind of numbers you expect to get in ordinary life. And you don't get a half. But then we're accustomed to things like a half of an apple or a third of a cake and so on. Um, well, you know, the uh, ordinal numbers have some applications. And for those applications, you don't expect omega minus one. Right. You only expect omega plus one because you're going to count forward from Forwards, the beginning. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in some other applications, things like omega minus one. Like in the game. Omega setting. over pi. Yeah. <laughs> And, um, you know, 1 over omega and so on. And uh, pi plus 1 over omega, square rooted, and all sorts of things like that. They can all happen. They don't happen in exactly the same applications as the sort of whole numbers and right. so on. But they, it still works. It's all consistent. For some purposes, all infinities are the same because they're 1 over 0. <laughs> 1 over 0 is equal to 2 over 0. Right. So infinity is equal to 2 times infinity. For other purposes, you know, that's not true. Right. So for the ordinal number counting purpose, omega and omega times two right. are different. You see, you have to break some rules when you pass from the finite to the infinite. Right. But you can keep some others. Right. And exactly which system of infinite numbers you get depends which rules right. you it's think like are more uh, important. You know, I might uh, use it in such a way that infinity is equal to minus infinity, or I might not. Right. I might use it in such a way that infinity is equal to infinity plus one. Right. Or I might not. That, that's why we give them different names. I mean, you know, Cantor named one kind of infinity, Aleph naught and Aleph one and so right. on. And Aleph naught is equal to Aleph naught plus one. Another kind of infinity called omega, and then omega is not equal to omega right. plus one. And you had that conversation with Professor Conway in, in Princeton. In Princeton, New in Jersey. May 2007. And uh, yes, he's the John von Neumann Professor of Mathematics. And, uh, at Princeton. At Princeton. Terrific fellow. Right. Thanks a and, lot. And a puzzle next week? You bet. All right. I'm Goodman Strauss. He's a math professor at the University of Arkansas.